Hello and welcome back to Practicing Human, the podcast where every day we're getting a little better at life. I'm your host, Corey Mascara, and in today's episode, I'm going to share with you a little morning strategy I've been using that's very simple, but I find very effective for starting my day out well for both my happiness and my productivity. More to come on that in a moment. First, let's settle in together with the sound of the bells. So, I am someone who is very protective over his mornings. I've always been like this. I'm much more of a morning person than I am an evening person. I like to wake up early. I like the stillness of the morning. I like thinking about and planning my day and getting a head start on my day. And over the years, especially over the last decade, I've really refined and tweaked and let go of and tried new things with creating a morning routine that I find to be very effective for me. And in some future episode, I'll share where I'm at with that right now. But there is one thing I find that can really make or break the first few hours of my morning and subsequently the rest of my day. And that is if I go on my cell phone and start scrolling through emails or social media upon waking up. Now, I don't know what your relationship to your phone is, social media, aimless scrolling, uh, and this might not be an issue for you in the morning. Maybe you wake up fresh, you stand up, you do... 10 sun salutations and you go into meditation, have a nice cold glass of water and read a book for 30 minutes. But for me, as as I am transitioning out of sleep and my phone is right there and the alarm is going off, it's very easy for me to just press stop on the alarm and then open it up and let the blue light of the phone start to wake up my eyes. And in my groggy state, as I'm starting to transition into the day, it's it's easy to pull up the social media app or check the emails. I mean, it, it, I'm literally addicted to it. Uh, I I'm not. I don't want to say we all are, but we kind of all are. The research does show that that this this little device has reward pathways similar to hard drugs. So I cut myself a little bit of slack there. It's just like okay, the the reward systems are are wanting some satisfaction. And also it is waking up my brain. It's w- it's waking me up as I transition from this groggy state to being more alert. And so what I find happens is, you know, I, I convince myself like, okay, I'll, I'll just go on it for a few minutes, make sure there are no fires that need to be put out, see if there are any updates, see if I got that email that I was looking for, and then I'll transition into, you know, the rest of my morning routine, which usually involves some walking meditation, a sit, uh, some movement stuff. But it it happens every time that that five minutes doesn't, isn't just five minutes, it often becomes 15, 20, 30, sometimes even over an hour, I get consumed by something, I start reading something, or worse, I open up TikTok, 
Oh my gosh, that was the worst thing I ever downloaded in my life, which is just constant dopamine hits. Uh, and so here I am. I really started the night before with a good intention of what I wanted to do in the morning. But if I let my attention and energy get consumed by the phone, uh, it's very easy for me to spend 25 minutes to over an hour uh, just lying there and looking at my phone. And so, okay, there's some wasted time. Bummer. I'm a little bit more alert after that. So big whoop. Well, it's not just that. It's not just the wasted time. I end up being in a different headspace after that 25 minutes to, to over an hour. I'm a little bit more agitated in my body. My mind is less inclined to want to meditate or to want to go outside. I, I kind of want to get going on my computer by that point. I'm less inclined to want to read, which I like to do in the morning. So all of these things that feel really important for how I want to start my day, that typically I would feel more of an intrinsic motivation toward, especially when my mind is a little settled coming out of sleep. Once I get agitated with the stimulation of my device, uh, I, I feel less drawn to those things. And then quickly, you know, transition into coffee, computer, going into emails and, and doing more admin type tasks that uh, that are better if I do later in the day. So why am I telling you all of these details? Because they don't necessarily pertain to you. But we do all have a cell phone. And I think most of us have a bit of a complicated relationship to it. And one simple strategy that I've been trying to employ more and more is just putting my phone on airplane mode and making a game out of it to see how long can I keep that phone on airplane mode. And I have to say, it's almost a direct relationship between the longer it's on airplane mode, the better my day feels, the, begetter, the better the beginning of my day feels, the more I get done in the morning in terms of my meditation practice, my movement practice, things I want to read, and then everything else that I, I, I want to get done on the computer or on the device. All of that just seems to unfold more organically and efficiently. And I just feel better. <laughs> I just simply feel better. And yet it's such a, a strange, frustrating phenomenon because there's a part of my brain that obviously is like, okay, give me the, give me the cell phone, give me the social media. I want to check the emails, right? And that's the, that's the addictive part of the brain. And on one hand, feels like that's going to make me happier to some extent. But the, the actual reality of it is that it doesn't. It gives me a te temporary dopamine fix, and then I, I end up feeling worse. And if I can prolong that, even though it, it's hard and frustrating, but if I could keep it on airplane mode, feel the temptation to reach for it, just to check. Let me just check really quickly. I'm bored. I'm in a lull right now. So, nope, just be with it. Let it go. Do you have to be on it right now? And most often, the response is no, not right now. And the longer I can do that, the better I feel. So, this is going to be my encouragement to you uh, around two things. One to look at your morning routine and what is the first thing you do when you wake up and, and how do you protect that time for yourself. I understand you might be in different circumstances than me. You might have multiple kids. Uh, and, and so, you know, 
my morning routine is going to change as my life changes over time. So you have to adapt for yourself. But those early minutes, as much as you can take care of them for yourself, are, are important for setting the tone uh, for your day. Um, and then also look at your relationship to your phone in the context of your morning. Is it the first thing you go on? And what would it be like to keep it on airplane mode or keep it in a different room entirely until you absolutely need to go on it for work or for communication with someone and then go on it? It might take some time to adjust to the withdrawals and I'm, I'm being very serious with that. You might find the first four or five days, it's like, okay, I'm not getting much benefit out of this, but you, your brain will adjust and I think you'll find that you develop this uh, really deep enjoyment of the subtle pleasure of uh, less stimulation and more time with yourself and moving into the morning in a more organic, graceful, flowing, and self-directed sort of way rather than a technology-directed sort of way. So try this out. It's a simple strategy that can actually have a, a big change in your life. And we've probably heard it before, but I think we need reminding. I know I do. So thank you for your practice. I'll talk to you soon. Until next time, take care. Hey, just heads up that if you are part of an organization or a school, I've been getting a lot of messages from people who listen to the podcast and go, you know, Corey, I'm not sure if you do speaking engagements, uh, but just wanted to reach out to see if this is something you might be able to do for our company. Um, and the answer is yes, I do a lot of speaking engagements for organizations, school systems, healthcare systems. Uh, it's a big part of my work, and a lot of that is virtual these days. But if you are part of an organization or a school or a healthcare system, and you would like a, a one to two hour workshop or keynote, um, the events I do range from you know around a hundred people to uh, several thousand people, and it's something I'd um, absolutely be willing to explore with you. So if if this is something you're looking for, you can just shoot a message to Corey at limindfulness.com, C-O-R-Y at limindfulness.com, and, uh, and me or the team will get back to you with more details on what that can look like. All right. Thanks, and uh, talk to you soon. Take care.